I wanted to dive in today and teach you something new about how you see yourself and your current relationship with alcohol. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm your host, Debbie Tauber, creator of the Exit Methodology, advocate for living your best and most intentional life, and alcohol freedom coach. This podcast is for you if you have big dreams and aspirations, but you begin to notice that just maybe your current drinking patterns are getting in the way. Inside the podcast, we'll dive into a modern day approach that can help you move away from shame and blame when it comes to what you're drinking and finally take the driver's seat of your life again. It's time to exit the drinking life. Hey everyone, I am so thrilled to be here with you today on the podcast. Between your ears, I am actually deliriously happy to be with you on today's podcast. The woman that I am standing here talking to you today or with you today in my office with my stand-up desk is in large part really a result of me discovering podcasts myself. For me today is super, super exciting because I've grown my coaching practice enough to be able to hire someone, a team actually, to help me get more exposure to the podcast. A company who loves doing exactly that is what I call the joy zone. They absolutely love doing what it is and what it takes to expose more people to the podcast. Me, I love sharing what I know in this audio form, right? Sharing the stories, the exit methodology, how it can help you and teaching you tools so that you can end the cycle of over-drinking shame and regret. So now I get to focus on the part I love and someone else gets to focus on the parts that they love. It's a beautiful thing, right? And so for me right now, as I'm here, this is a bit of an identity shift, which is exactly what I want you to explore today and what I want to ignite your curiosity around is when it comes to changing what it is that you drink, right? So for most of us, when we decide we want to exit the drinking life, stop the drinking, over drinking, feeling the shame and regretting our actions, we immediately focus on the action of not consuming the alcohol, We want to stop doing what it is that we're doing, right? We want to stop waking up at 3 a.m. worried about what we said or what we did. We want to stop planning events based upon if alcohol will be there or not, right? We want to stop worrying about what we're doing to our bodies. We want alcohol to stop being so important to us, right? And so we have this pretty solid idea of what it is that we don't want to keep doing. Right. But here's the thing. When you are getting ready to go somewhere, right, and you're going to use Google Maps or um, Apple Maps or whatever it is, Waze, one of those apps, right, to help you get to your destination, you first have to know where you currently are in your destination, right, in order for you to have the most effective way for you to get there. Right. So if we ignore 
our current drinking identity, right? In order to stop the action of drinking alcohol, we take our current identity into the future with us. Let me say that again, right? Because that sounds a little bit confusing. But if we ignore how we're currently identifying ourselves and we stop the action of drinking, we end up taking how we currently identify ourselves into the future with us. And what that actually ends up doing is sabotaging ourselves and sabotaging our success. And we eventually find ourselves right back into the same vicious cycle of drinking, over-drinking, shame, and regret, right? And here at Exit and Beyond, I am in the game of lasting transformation. I'm not in the temporary change game, right? And so here in Exit and Beyond and inside all of the training and the tools and the products that I offer, we're not about counting days. We're not about falling off wagons. We're not about a starting at a day one. What we want to make here is a permanent transformation. One where alcohol is small and irrelevant part of our lives. In the end, it's really what we want is freedom. So really quickly, though, before I get into today's topic and how it's going to actually help you find this freedom. And I want you to learn these new concepts, right? is because I want to expose you to the new concept, but I also want you to explore putting the concept into action in your life, right? This is where the experimenting, the Xing out, igniting curiosity, and trusting yourself to figure things out, which is all the exit, E-X-I-T, right? This is where I want you to get to, right? And taking these concepts and literally applying them into your life is where the transformation of your current relationship with alcohol is going to happen. It's where you're going to become the one in control. It's where you're going to experience the freedom when it comes to choosing what it is that you drink, right? The changing to our lives comes as we apply the things that we learn, right? And so this is why I offer you to question different ways, right? I want you to question things. I want you to try on different ways. And I want you to take what you're learning here and put it into your life and to start experimenting with it, really, right? It's really experimenting it, uh, experimenting, applying it into your life. And so why I want you to do this is because this is how you get to experience the awesome power that you already have within you. And when I was younger, I was a shy person. I didn't like to speak up. I didn't like to be seen. And when I first became exposed to alcohol and had my first alcoholic beverage, I was in high school. And immediately I noticed that it allowed me to stop hiding. It allowed me to be speak up a little bit more. It allowed me to open up a little bit more with people, right? And then as I grew older and I moved into married life and having kids, and I began to then rely on alcohol to help me cope with the stresses of life, of a husband, of a job, of raising kids, all of the things, right? And gradually, I began to drink alcohol more and more until eventually 
it became a daily thing that a glass of wine was a part of my life. And then that daily glass grew into a bottle. It was right about the time that the daily glass grew into one bottle, right, is when I began to try to regulate my drinking. It was when I first started to ask the questions around my drinking, right? And, I, and it was also when I started to definitely try to figure things out, figure out how to fix it, right? I felt totally, at that time, I felt totally out of control. And that was in the moment when I had this identity shift, right? So that for me, that was when I went from thinking I was a normal drinker to thinking I might have a problem. In my brain, I began the something is wrong with me, quote unquote, conversation, right? And I felt like I was totally out of control. And I went from having this totally carefree relationship with alcohol to obsessively wanting to go about fixing it, making it different. I began to identify as, quote unquote, not normal, someone who was broken somehow because I couldn't figure out how to stop drinking so much, right? So what I want to ask you is what is your current drinking identity, right? Do you label yourself as flawed, not normal? Do you fear you might be an alcoholic? Do you refer to yourself, at least on the inside, whether you say it out loud or not, as an addict? Do you joke that you're the party animal? Do you identify as a wine person or a rum person, a tequila person, a vodka person, right? Do you identify as whatever the liquor is person? And do you also identify as a drinker, right? And what I want you to question is how does that identity affect the choices you make when it comes to what it is that you drink and to what it is that you do drink, right? And so I want you to think about how would you describe yourself in regard to your alcohol consumption in, in other words, your drinking identity, describe it in one sentence. Are you tired of going along to get along? Have you noticed yourself struggling to change your relationship with alcohol, making a plan not to drink, and then finding yourself going along with everyone else and against what you really, truly, deeply want for yourself and your life? Then I've got you covered. Exit and Beyond members are transforming their relationship with alcohol one belief at a time. Experiencing the fear of following through with their desires and doing it anyway learning to trust themselves to figure out their own unique relationship with alcohol while enjoying the journey. Inside Exit and Beyond Virtual Life Coaching Membership, you'll experience the gift of grace and compassion, as well as the coaching you need to hold yourself accountable so you can follow through even when it feels scary. The video training allows you to learn at your own pace and the coaching helps you follow through. If you're ready to take what you're learning here on the podcast to the next level, then head over to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash exit. Now, for most people, and I did this myself too, you probably believe that this sentence is simply a fact about you, 
right? Because it's based on what's currently going on, what's currently happening for you, or what's happened in the past even. And so this sentence is simply just an observation about what is true. Well, what I want to ask you is, what if the truth is relative? For years, I defined myself as a rum girl. Then I began to define myself as a wine gal who loved cocktails too. So the way we're currently thinking about our drinking is not what you want to continue, right? You want to make your current alcohol consumption mean all sorts of things, right? Maybe you make it mean that you're weak, that you can't resist the urge, even though you're trying to drink less or stop altogether. Maybe you make it mean that you're out of control. Maybe you make it mean that no matter what you do, you will never figure this out. And the sentence that you believe about you based on your current alcohol consumption is your drinking identity. So what I want you to do is to repeat that sentence in your mind. And I want you to think about how you feel when you think that about you. What emotions do you feel when you think that sentence about you? My guess is the feeling isn't pride or motivated or strong. There's probably some painful feeling involved and some shame feeling that comes up when you identify yourself with the sentence. And one of the things I know for sure is that shame, it likes to hide on the sofa with a glass of wine or cocktail, binge watch TV while mindlessly pouring more into the glass, right? Which just reinforces your drinking identity, that you're out of control, weak, not normal, broken, whatever, and keeps you stuck in that cycle that you're in. One thing you'll learn here from me on this podcast is that I want you to question everything. Everything you've been taught about alcohol, about drinking less, about life without alcohol, everything you believe around abstinence is a forever thing, everything you believe around the term alcoholic, everything you believe around this has to be a stopping forever thing, everything that society has told you about alcohol, right? How it's a part of life and how it needs to be a part of life, all of it. What we're going to do is start questioning all of it, right? So let's question the sentence first. Let's start there. Let's question the sentence that you have in your mind that's making up your drinking identity. I want you to ask yourself, is it helpful? Do you want to keep it? Is it getting you closer to the person that you want to be? Why do you identify this way? What is the story or the circumstance that the identity came from? What are some of the benefits to the identity to identifying this way, right? And really why we keep doing it in part is because somehow subconsciously believe we believe there's a benefit to it, right? And so some of the benefits and especially to your brain. And so this is very helpful for you to question this and really think about this. And because sometimes the brain itself and this belief of why we keep doing it is really because it's protecting us from something, right? And so that's part of the why that's going on. So think about how this could be benefiting you keeping this identity, right? And staying and identifying that way, especially when it comes around to your beliefs and your thoughts about life with less alcohol in it or no alcohol in it at all, right? 
And what are some of the drawbacks that are starting to show up for you with your current drinking identity and how you actually identify in it, right? It's probably a little easier to see those, but I want you to really try both, right? Try on how, what some benefits are that you're receiving currently from keeping this identity and then try on how having the identity is impacting what it is that you actually really want from the alcohol, like with you back in control and transforming the current relationship that you have and basically exiting this cycle that we're in, right? Because otherwise, if you didn't really want to do that, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, right? And so I really want you to take some time and think about this and to pause and really try on both of these. Is it helpful and what's benefiting from it, from this? And how is it harming me? And do I want to keep it? Right. And so on the next episode, what you're going to actually hear is another exit story. Right? And so in it, I want you to notice when the individual's drinking identity shifts. And then I've got some other awesome news for you. I'm on Clubhouse. Right. So if you guys are on Clubhouse, I'm going to be doing some events and hosting events on Clubhouse where you can ask me anything and you can get support and help that you need. Like even with this that I just talked about right here, right? This drinking identity, you can ask me about that, right? And so on Clubhouse, my username is at Debbie, D-E-B-I Talbert, T-A-L-B-E-R-T, right? And so it's at Debbie, D-E-B-I Talbert, T-A-L-B-E-R-T. And so come over there and follow me in Clubhouse and then click on the bell so that you'll get notified when I am hosting events. And then you'll be able to ask me anything and get direct help with these concepts that I'm teaching you here inside the podcast. And I will be back with you guys again on the next episode and really look for that. The next one is going to be an exit story. It's an amazing story. I can't wait for you to hear it because I want you to know it's possible for you to to exit this cycle that you're currently in. Thank you so much for listening to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I hope this episode has helped you move away from drinking shame and blame and instead into confidence and full belief that the life you desire is within your reach. You are not alone. I have been exactly where you are right now. If you have enjoyed this episode, please take a second to hit the follow button so you never miss a future episode. And leave a review to help me reach more listeners just like you looking to break away from the toxic cycle of drinking and discover a healthier approach that leads to a life full of abundance and happiness. If you want to take what you've learned here to the next level, head over to jumpseatcoaching.com for more resources and tools. See you back here on the next episode.